0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the of Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, His Love Put a Song in My Heart. The sentinel struck the gong for 3 a.m. An official paused before the next to last cell on death row in Multan, West Pakistan prison. He wiped his moist palms on his long blue and green skirt and shook his turbaned head. This was a task that he did not relish. Yet in his shirt pocket was a summons. And he must deliver it. Ghani, wake up! Here is the official decree. Today is the day. Gani rubbed his eyes. Today, today. So be it. Gani took a bath, his last. He ate his last breakfast while three prison officials stood by. Then Gani smiled. "I'm ready," he said. The condemned murderer turned to the guards. "These chains are not necessary. I'll walk with you." Sorry, Gani. They replied. Across the sunny prison yard and onto the gallows, the chained prisoner walked. The watching officials marveled. Never have we seen anything like this. Always must a prisoner be carried to the gallows, screaming and kicking. Several months before this day, Dick Bailey and Willard Whitmore of International Missions had been confronted by a prisoner after a Bible class. Why don't you go up to death row? There are nine condemned men, and one of them is a Christian. It turned out that the so-called Christian was Ghani. He could neither read nor write and knew nothing about the Word of God. He thought "Christian" simply meant that he was not Muslim. The missionary spoke to Ghani, and soon there was an obvious change in his attitude. He was impressed that anybody should care enough to call on him each week. One day, he placed his faith in Lord Jesus Christ, receiving him as Savior. Contrary to his former pleas of innocence, Ghani now admitted his guilt. He dictated a letter to his victim's parents. It was I who killed your son. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. The Lord has forgiven. I'm guilty. Ghani confessed from the gallows. I deserve what I'm about to receive. I have asked and received forgiveness of my Lord Jesus Christ. I ask your forgiveness too. Now I'm ready. The following Sunday, the missionaries arrived for their weekly Bible study, and they were startled to learn of Ghani's demise. They had hoped their friend would be pardoned. Instead, that summer day, Ghani was hung by the neck, paying the penalty for his crime. But what a testimony he had. God, was ushered into eternity with such victorious faith that even the hardened prison officials were impressed. We are totally forgiven for our sins when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. But sometimes we still have to pay for them here in the earth. The believer in the Lord Jesus Christ will never be judged for it his sins in eternity, because the Lord Jesus Christ took them all away at the cross. Listen now, as Joshua and Stephanie McClellan sing for us this beautiful song entitled, What a Beautiful Name.
2: didn't want to live without, without us. So, Jesus, Jesus you Christ brought heaven down. down. My sin was great, your love was greater. Why could separate us now? What a wonderful name it is! What a wonderful name. ¿Qué? the praise of your glory, for you are raised to life again, you have no rival, you have no equal, now and forever, God, you reign, yours is the King, Yours is the glory Yours is the name Above all names What a powerful name it is What a powerful name it is The name of Jesus Christ my King What a powerful name it is Nothing can save What a powerful name it is,
0: the name of Jesus. You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 930 then at 1045, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Jesse Nagel plays for us the flute, this lovely song, The Old Rugged Cross. (laughs) Once there were four neighbors who lived side by side. Their names were Fred somebody, Tom everybody, Pete anybody, and Joe nobody. They were not like you and me. They were very odd people, and it was difficult to understand them and the things they did. The way they lived was a shame, and everybody knew it. For example, somebody talked about his neighbors And everybody was afraid to do anything because somebody might find out. Nobody should have told everybody that there was nothing to worry about. But anybody knew that everybody was talking about somebody too. So he was just getting what he deserved. Really, it wasn't a very pleasant neighborhood. I don't think you would have enjoyed living there. There was a time that anybody's house caught fire. And everybody thought somebody had called the fire department. Somebody thought that everybody had done it, so it turned out that nobody finally called the fire department, and anybody suffered quite a loss. All four belonged to the church, but I don't think you would have enjoyed having them in your church. Everybody went fishing on Sunday. Anybody wanted to worship, but wasn't very friendly, and was sure that somebody wouldn't speak to him, so nobody went to church. Nobody was the only decent one of the four. Nobody was very faithful. Nobody gave the Lord his share of his money. Nobody sang in the choir. Nobody took up the offering. Nobody did the visiting. In fact, everything that was needed in the church, nobody did it. For example, they needed a Sunday school teacher. Everybody thought anybody would teach, but somebody wouldn't do it. So guess who finally did it? That's right, nobody. It happened that a fifth neighbor came to live among them. He was an unbeliever, and everybody thought somebody would try to win him. Anybody could have at least made an effort. And in the end, who do you suppose finally won him to the Lord? You're right once more, nobody. The moral of this story is don't depend on somebody, everybody, or anybody, because if you don't, nobody will. Listen to the words of this song as Eddie Piper sings, Rock of Ages.
1: Rock of Ages,
3: cleft for me.
0: Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be opened here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth. Is the church the body of Christ, the bride of Christ? Revelation chapter number 19, verses 7 through verse number 9. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and His wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And He saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And He saith to me, These are the true sayings of God." Have you ever heard the saying or the teaching that the church, the body of Christ, is called the bride of Christ? Those who teach and subscribe to this doctrine normally use Ephesians 5, verses 30 to 32, and 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 2, and I would encourage you to read those verses of scripture, with Revelation 19, 7 9, to substantiate their doctoral position. But what does the word of God teach concerning this doctrine? Our answer to any biblical doctrine or teaching must be based upon the word of God and the word of God rightly divided and not upon the tradition of man. The word bride appears 14 times in the Bible, but it is never used in any of the church epistles, Romans to Philemon. The phrase the bride of Christ does not appear at all in the Bible. In Revelation chapter number 19, verses 7 9, the Bible talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb, and that the wife must make herself ready. But the wife is not the church, the body of Christ, but the nation of Israel. Isaiah chapter 62, verses 4 through verse 5, Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be called desolate. But thou shalt be called Hephzibah, and thy land Beulah, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be married. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. As a bridegroom rejoice over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Hosea chapter 2, verse 16. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shall call me no longer Beliei verse number 19 and I will betroth thee unto me forever yea I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and mercies there are many more Old Testament scriptures which prove the point that the nation of Israel is the wife. Isaiah 54, verses 5 through verse 8. Jeremiah 13, verse 14. The church, the body of Christ, was a mystery, a secret, never revealed to any of the Old Testament prophets, nor to the twelve apostles. The mystery was revealed to and through the Apostle Paul by the revelation of the mystery, Romans 16, 25 and 26, and Galatians chapter 1, verse 11 and 12 The church, the body of Christ, does not have to make itself ready, as we have already been accepted in the beloved. Ephesians chapter one, verse six. To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the beloved. The church, the body of Christ, does not make ourselves meet, for God has already made us meet, made us fit. Colossians chapter one, verse twelve. The church is already complete in Christ. We are perfect, Colossians two ten. The church already has union with Christ. The church, the body of Christ, is not a woman, but it's called the one new man, Ephesians chapter two verse fifteen. The language of the book of Revelation in Revelation nineteen verse seven is totally distinct to the complete and perfect standing of the church. The church, the body of Christ, is not found the book of Revelation, as the book of Revelation is a book of prophecy see Revelation chapter 1 verses 1 through verse 3 and it does not involve the mystery of the church the body of Christ the apostle John was caught away in the spirit to the day of the Lord and he wrote down all things that he saw concerning the day of the Lord and not the day of Christ or the day of the Lord Jesus Christ The marriage supper of the Lamb does not occur until the end of the seven-year tribulation period. Israel in the thousand-year kingdom is the wife of God. In fact, the bride, the Lamb's wife, is referred to as a Holy City, the New Jerusalem coming down to earth after the kingdom. Revelation chapter 21, verse number 2, verses 9 and verse number 10. To teach that the church, the body of Christ is the bride of Christ is to use unscriptural term and to confuse the differences between the promises to Israel and the promises of God's eternal purpose to the church, the body of Christ. Revelation chapter 21 verse 2 reads, And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And this is after the kingdom and this is dealing with the new heaven, the new earth, and new Jerusalem. If you have any questions about our study or any other questions or Bible verses that you would like to be studied in light of the word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is 942-2131, or you can email me at bible altoonabible at org. Truly, as Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.15 tells us, we need to study to show ourselves approved to God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Bible is God's truth. The Bible is God's absolute truth, and it needs to be understood, and it needs to be understood in light of it rightly divided. That, hence, that's why we've been having this series for these ma- past months and years dealing with the Word of God and dealing with the Word of God rightly divided so that we as believers can understand God's Word, that we understand what the true gospel is, and what God's message for us today. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? Can you answer the question, where will your death lead you? Will it lead you to heaven, to absent from the body and present with the Lord, or absent from the body and absent from the Lord throughout all eternity? Romans chapter 4, verses 4 and 5 tells us it's not through works. It's not a reward system. It's to the person who works not but believeth on him. God justified the ungodly because he counts our faith as righteousness. Trust the Lord Jesus Christ right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late.
1: If Jesus is not-